I guess we're at war, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start there. Syria, U.S. military carries out airstrikes on facilities in Syria operated by Iranian-backed forces. Two facilities near Abu Kamal were targeted by F-16s in response to ongoing attacks against American personnel in Iraq and Syria. Wait, hold on. You targeted... You targeted American personnel in Syria, so then we carried out airstrikes in Syria, but somehow Iran's involved. Got it! This happened last night, Thursday night, early Friday, Mideast time. Nobody asked you if we were going to go to war with Syria. There was... Homeowners. There was no... What is this ad? There was no declaration of war. There was no, uh, hey, America, we need to do this thing. Evidently, there have been a dozen or more Americans injured, maimed, or killed over the last week. You just didn't hear about them in the region. And this is retribution for that. This is the United States of America extracting a pound of flesh out of Syria. Well, we can just randomly bomb places in Syria, right? Um, based on senior military sources, that U.S. warplanes have carried out airstrikes tonight inside Syria against Iranian proxy forces. We don't know the number of strikes. Uh, we were told earlier today that to expect that perhaps. Notice how on Fox News she says uh, the airstrikes were against Iranian proxy forces. The hell does that mean? Can you just say what that what that is? What's an Iranian proxy force? You carried out airstrikes in Syria and killed Syrians. Can you say the truth, lady on Fox News? Uh, F-15s and F-16s would be involved in the airstrikes, but we don't have confirmation yet how, about how many warplanes. But those strikes have been carried out, I'm told. Uh, it is in response to the more than dozen strikes against U.S. bases. Uh, the message is a clear message designed uh, to Iran and its proxy forces to stop carrying out these uh, drone and rocket attacks against U.S. bases. Um, but I'm told... Did you hear about this? There are drone and rocket attacks happening? Gosh, I miss the Gulf of Tonkin. Can't you just sink a warship if you want to get into this thing so bad? Or just blow up a building in New York? The production value on this stuff has gone way down. That the planes have safely left the area and that the airstrikes uh, are complete at this time. Um, they were uh, targeting multiple locations inside Syria and Iran Iranian proxy forces, Sean. Oh, we have to say Iranian proxy forces multiple times. Uh, thank you, Butch Haircut, uh, Pentagon lady for Fox News. Uh, you are just a peach and a doll. We absolutely trust everything you say. As we go around the world, hey, we got to go back somewhere. We got to go over to Russia, ladies and gentlemen. Russia, Russia, Russia. Every time we go from ice wall to ice wall, on this Around the World Friday. We usually go to Russia. The Kremlin is now issuing an extraordinary message, ladies and gentlemen, and they are denying the fact that Vladimir Putin is dead. Claims that uh, Putin died surfaced on a Telegram channel, saying he died in the Valdai Palace, just north of Moscow. 
Full report of a general SVR claim, quote, attention, there is currently an attempted coup in Russia. Russia President Vladimir Putin has died this evening as his residence in Valdai at 2042. That's 842 Moscow time. Doctors stopped resuscitating and pronounced death. Now the doctors are blocked in the room with Putin's corpse. They're being held by members of the President's Security Service. The personal orders of Dmitry Kochnev who is in touch and receives instructions from the security secretary of the Security Council of the Russian Federation, Nikolai Patrushev. Patrushev. The incredible statement continued and spoke about what would happen next if the leader really had died. Security for the president's double has been beefed up. Active negotiations are underway. Any attempt to pass off a double as the president after Putin's death is a coup. But in an extraordinary denial, Putin's spokesman, Dmitry Petskov, told state media RIA, Novosky, that the report was an absurd information canard. I want to see proof of life. Show me proof of life that Putin is alive. I want to see the man, the myth, the legend. Alive and well. Kanye... And Adidas. It turns out that Kanye's been dry, drawing swastikas on Adidas since 2013. That's the year they inked their deal that made Kanye, also known as Yee, a billionaire. Kanye did a co-branding with Adidas, made Adidas cool again. They sold billions of shoes per year. Kanye kept a cut of that every year, adding up to more than a billion dollars to him personally. Would you be surprised to hear that the German brand tolerated an erratic set of behavior, including demands, threats, harassment, and yes, swastikas. Kanye West been drawing swastikas in Germany on German shoes for a decade and they tolerated it and they appeased him because the money was just too good ladies and gentlemen I'm sure your sensibilities are shocked I am sure that you find this to be incredible unbelievable the fact that a large multinational corporation would tolerate such Barbaric behavior for the for profits for the profit motive. I'm sure that you join me in finding it extremely hard to believe that a large multinational would go along with an ideology that they rep that, that, that is reprehensible to them, that they hate, they reject. It's not even legal to draw a swastika in Germany. Now, I guess it's technically legal to do that in the United States of America. I guess in the USSA, technically, you can draw a swastika. It's just going to cost you your life. It's going to cost you your freedom, your reputation, your job. It may cost you your banking relationship. You may be unbanked, debanked. Oh, what happened with Farage? I know that Farage, something happened with Farage. Nigel, 
I think a judge found his debanking to be. Yep, that's right. Nat West admits Nigel Farage failings. Their shares have plunged after the bank lowered its profit expectations and admitted to, quote, serious failings in its treatment of Nigel Farage. Remember this guy? Nigel. His name is Nigel. You know, I'd, I'd like to name one of my sons Nigel and only speak to him in a British accent. The snobbiest I can muster. Nigel, come here. An independent report found that the bank failed to communicate its decision properly when it decided to shut down Nigel's Coots accounts. The closure was lawful based mainly on commercial reasons. NatWest shares fell 11, oh, 18%, the most since the 2016 Brexit vote, (laughs) which he was instrumental in obtaining, after its latest results disappointed investors. The bank, which is 39% owned by the taxpayer, cut its forecast for lending margins for the year. (sighs) Don't you love it when the banks are owned by the taxpayers? Everybody gets to win! Everybody wins! With the usury trap. Get as many people engaged in it as possible. Head of megachurch in Mexico in prison for sex abuse, charged with producing child pornography. Nason Joaquin Garcia leads the Mexico-based megachurch La Luz del Mundo, Light of the World, which has congregations in the U.S. and other countries and claims to have millions of followers. The imprisoned head of a Mexico-based megachurch who is serving more than 16 years in a California prison for sexually abusing young followers, was charged with two federal crimes Wednesday for allegedly producing child pornography. Grand jury in L.A. on Wednesday indicted Nassan Joaquin Garcia, 54, on two felony counts of producing and possessing child pornography, which involved a 16-year-old follower of his church, according to a statement from the U.S. Attorney's Office. Garcia heads the megachurch La Luz de Mundo, which claims to have 5 million followers worldwide, including in the U.S. Believers consider him to be the quote-unquote apostle of Jesus Christ. Founded by Garcia's grandfather in the 1920s, it is the largest evangelical church in Mexico. You'll barely hear about this, though. Sex abuse in the public schools? Not an issue. We don't talk about it. Statistically happens way more than in a Catholic church. Sex abuse of minors in mega churches, the largest evangelical church in Mexico. You won't hear about it. Why? Because this one will just close down or rebrand or reinvent itself as something else. It won't be La Luz del Mundo anymore. It'll be something else tomorrow. And those five million evangelical followers who like to writhe on the ground and speak in tongues. I suppose they were touched by more than just the Holy Ghost. They will just change their identity and change their affiliation. So you cannot ever say, well, the Luz the Mundo guys. What happened to the Luz the Mundo guys? Uh, that is in the past, Michael. <laughs> 